Hello and welcome to another edition of Half Court and Mid Range. What's up, y'all? This is Court. And I'm Ray. Okay, so we've got some exciting NBA news for you today. Uh, a couple of trades have gone down since we've talked to you last. One that we've yeah. talked about a lot on this podcast, actually. And uh, we'll start off with that one, which is the Alex- Alexi? Alexi Shved deal. <laughs> the Alexi Shved deal. Um, yes, so the big trade with Alexi Shved and... Sorry, it was my turn to not. We're also participating in a fantasy football draft at this very moment, and it was my turn to nominate a player. And yes. so I just quickly had to nominate D'Amico Ryans there. Ooh, and you lost him already. And um, I lost him to, to Joel. Joel Sherman. God. Uh, not Joel Sherman, Joel Claus. <laughs> Damn um, it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the trade went through. So the big the big things of all Alexi Shved and Luke Mba Mute. Luke Richard <laughs> Uh Yeah, that sounds about Wait. right. Luke Richard Mbamute. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That um, sounds. That I sound really annoying saying that that yeah, way. But yeah. um, they are going to the Sixers with the Miami Heat's first round pick next year. Um, Andrew Wiggins, Anthony Bennett, and Thaddeus Young are going to the Timberwolves, and Kevin Love is going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And this is a little bit different than the other trade that was being reported that Court and I talked about two weeks ago. We thought that Anthony Bennett was going to go to the Sixers, and I probably would have preferred that as a Sixers fan. You would have not pre- to be. You would have preferred Anthony Bennett to Luke Richard. Is that solely based on pronunciation ease, or is it basketball talent? Probably. Yes. Yes. Definitely basketball talent. Okay. Um, do they and they get the pick though? They get a first-round pick, which is the Heat's pick. The Heat's pick, and so that could be that could yeah. end up being a good pick because the Heat are we don't really know what they're going to look like next year, and Dwayne Wade has a bulky knee, and Chris Bosh just might not be. They got great. Ding though, right? They did get Luel Ding, who yeah. also hurt a lot of the time, and he didn't really help the Cavaliers that much last year after he was traded. Yeah, so. but. I don't know. I have a little bit of a soft spot for a little ding. Why is that? Uh, he went to h- my boss back in the day was the same year in high school as little ding. They went to the same high school with some prep school. Um, I want to say, I don't know. It was in Philadelphia, I think, or at least near Philadelphia. Could have been wrong. Could be in Connecticut or something. Anyway, uh, and I also went and saw a Knicks game uh, against the Bulls where ding just kind of was hitting the offensive glass really hard. And my friend Carlos and I uh, just were talking about how he every loose ball he came up with. And so we had this thing going, which was Ding wanted it more. Mm. So a lot of times, even after, you know, like a year after the game, we would see each other and just say, Ding wanted it more. Okay. So I like that. Yeah. I like that. He's a hungry player. Um, Yeah. Definitely a hungry player. So (laughs) I think they're... (laughs) I think their pick's going to be low because they're going to do good with Ding and well, yeah, I'd and be surprised. I'd be surprised if they're higher than like the fourth seed in the East. 
And I'd be surprised if that if there's not like five or six West teams that have better records than them. So hopefully at like the worst it's like the twenty fourth pick or something. But I think it could probably be, you know, closer to fifteen if things break right. There are a lot of really bad teams in the East though. There are a lot, but like the Bobcats got better. The Hawks are sort of interesting. The Nets could be better with Brooke Lopez back. Um, the Pacers, though. The Pacers are going to suck. Yeah. Um, the Knicks are definitely going to not be good. The Sixers are probably not going to be very good. Um, so, yeah. But it's exciting. It, it kind of like came, you know, finally came to fruition. And Kevin Love is officially going to play with LeBron. So that's going to be pretty neat. And Alexi Shved is officially going to play with Nerlens Noel. Uh, yes. Officially. Yes. Officially. Finally. That's exciting. The w- what the world wanted to see. Okay, good. Um, and uh, we were talking about this, but I, I seriously do think that the Timberwolves are going to be a fun team to watch. You, when we were talking about this the other day, you were not as excited about that, but I feel like they have Ricky Rubio who can distribute the ball, and then they have three really athletic wing guys in – Thad Young, Wiggins, and Levine, and they have Pekovic, who's like a legit big man. I think that they'll be an interesting team. I don't think that they'll be that good. Yeah, the West is really good, but part of it is kind of like their logo to me. Like is that wait a good or a bad thing? No, a bad thing. Like I'm just not what? that excited by like that wolf. He's like kind of coming out of the woods, and then they play in Minnesota. It's just like you know, you could kind of just dig. Wait, are there not woods in Minnesota? There are woods in Minnesota. I'm saying just like, uh, I don't really, like, I don't think about Minnesota or at least like. So what I'm saying is think about it. I think that's what I'm saying. Well, at least like Phoenix or something, even though Phoenix is like by not like an exciting town by any means, but it's like kind of weird. Like it's in a desert. Why are there so many people there? Yeah. Their mascot is a gorilla. Why is that? Their thing is a sun. If the Timberwolves moved to Phoenix, that would be one of like, one of the funnier like out of place mascot names, the Phoenix Timberwolves. That would be well, I mean, there's coyotes and stuff, right? But are is there timber? I I see some nodding heads that are agreeing with me. Is there timber? Is there timber? Uh, those cactuses, kind of, yeah. Okay. There's there's some mountains. I I stand corrected. I stand corrected. It would be better than the you know Phoenix Lakers. All right, cool. so the, that wasn't the only trade that happened this week between the time we recorded the last podcast and this one, yeah, well listeners. There was also an extremely exciting trade involving Ray's Philadelphia 76ers. I'm uh, sorry. We uh, need to interrupt here for a second. Breaking news. Breaking news. I just want a player in our fantasy draft. Uh, this is really exciting to me. Uh, I got Charles Tillman for $1. Uh, he's going to start at me, start for me for defensive back. Um, that's all that we need to say about that. There was a big trade today. Um, and I think it's, I think sort of my, I think it like sums up my current position as a Sixers fan. Cause I was like, wanted to distract myself. I jumped on NBA hoops rumors and I just scrolled down to see what was going on. There hasn't been a lot of news lately. And I just, the screen was kind of minimized. So it just said like thunder trade, Hathim should beat, Hashim <laughs> the beat. <laughs> That was really bad. <laughs> um, and I just, like, I couldn't actually see the rest of the headline, but I knew it was going to be to the Sixers. Um, and I also was like, man, like, how how does that make any sense? Because he's just, like, 
he's an awful basketball player and I don't think he's he's not like he doesn't have a big enough contract for us to like take him and get something else that's interesting um so anyhow I keep scrolling over it turns out it is to the Sixers um and then I read the entire paragraph and it says nothing at all about what we actually received in a trade it simply said Hashim Thabit was traded to the Sixers or what you gave away in the trade um, All it said was yes, that you sorry. got Hashim Thabit. Didn't say we, but it also said that we got Hashim Thabit and that we were immediately going to cut him. So it was like, you know, it was like you you got something. We didn't give them anything. Is it, it's kind of yeah. So it's kind of like for a second you thought it was like um, that George Clooney movie where he goes around and fires people. Yes. Like it was like the Thunder yeah. were like we want to cut him, but we're we would rather somebody else. Cut and that him. was a good movie, that right? W- it was pretty good. Uh, oh, okay. I liked it. I mean, it was. I guess it was one of those like those movies that just I have a soft spot for. The okay. The good like part of it is the very end where he gets the million miles or whatever, and the pilot comes back and like awards him with the thing, and it's Sam Elliott with the mustache, mm. the, like you know the mm. cowboy from The Big Lebowski. Mm. Um, also in Roadhouse, he's the uh, Patrick Swayze's Roadhouse. mentor in Roadhouse. We should probably just have a Roadhouse podcast. Okay, yeah. The, we'll have a Roadhouse um, next time. Uh, Chase Utley said he really wanted to talk about Roadhouse with us, oh, yeah. um, but he couldn't talk about it. Be Why couldn't he talk about it? Uh, I think he was playing, a, was he playing a baseball game? He wanted uh. to come tonight, but he was playing a baseball game. And we moved it. We were going to record this on Monday night, but Chase Utley had his fantasy football draft. Uh, And it's my turn to nominate someone. Mario Williams. Okay. (laughs) Perfect. And, yeah, so Chase Utley couldn't make it um, because he was doing his own fantasy football draft. Um, But he's going to come. He said next week when we talk about Roadhouse, he wanted to come. Yeah, I feel like Chase Utley could be a character in Roadhouse. Maybe. Yeah. He and prob- I feel like he might beat up Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze never gets beat up in the movie. Well, because Chase Utley wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll, we'll okay. let Chase speak for that. Okay. And it, just to summarize the, the beat trade, we, what we took, we basically got cash so that they could give us, give us the beat so that we could immediately cut him and they got a trade exemption and it's, the NBA is just a weird. It's just a weird thing. We basically got cash for doing some weird type of like salary cap maneuver, um, money laundering, money laundering. Yeah. And yeah. now we have like the lowest salary team ever. I think we have like twenty three million dollars worth of salary on our team, which is just really low. There is a salary floor, right? Yeah, but it doesn't really mean anything um, because one, it only matters if you're at the salary floor at the end of the season, um, and even if. So you, we'll trade for bad players that have big contracts, and that'll get us up to the salary floor. So that will happen. But if it didn't, all we would do is, like, let's say we're at $30 million and the salary floor is $40 million. We would just distribute $10 million to our players. Um, and there's no real penalty besides that. So it's like if you're not at the floor, you're going to end up paying the floor. Um, but teams like the Sixers – use that to take other teams bad contracts and then to get like picks and stuff like that with it do you think the guys that are on the team get really pissed when they trade for the big salary guy like in the middle of the season because they're like shit we could have gotten like you know a million more dollars each i bet that especially like the guys is it totally like round robin even so like the guy that's like Mm. you know i think it's as a 
based on a percentage of the oh, of your contract i think so because that would be like a big deal for a guy on like the min contract because he would get like a million dollars when he's making less than that he would yeah. be so excited i'd be I'm excited sure. i mean and, i'd uh, be excited in general to play in the nba but that's kind of a yeah. given yeah um so yeah that's the big that's the big trade that's what everybody's talking about all right, that that one is the big trade that everybody's yeah. talking about. Yeah, the Hashim Thabib. Yeah, he one was there. the second pick in the draft, man. He was. He's seven two. Which draft? Two thousand nine. I just guessed. I That's think that's probably right. I don't know. We'll we'll mm. have the stats guy look it up for us. When okay. We're accepting applications for internships. Uh, actually, <laughs> if you want to send in your resume to us, you can be our stat checker. Okay. What are the qualifications? The qualifications are you have to have at least a 2.0. Uh, 2.0 what? Grade point average. Okay. Or, uh, well, yeah, I don't right. know. What else can be measured in numbers? Uh, 2.0 liter engine. 2.0 batting average. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be really low. <laughs> a 2.0 ERA. You could have $2 left in your fantasy draft. I have more than $2 left. I have $10 left. Yeah, but that's kind of fake. Like, you only have $1 per player. Yeah, so I have to get 10 more players. Yeah. My team name is Secret System. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty, pretty good cool. team name, huh? Yeah, that is a good team name. Do you think your team name is better than mine? Uh, No. Okay, we'll just leave it at that, huh? Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll, all right, we'll just think about that one for a little <laughs> while. Okay. Cool. Uh, so... And that's that in terms of those trades. Uh, I didn't. So I watched some highlights of Team USA basketball. Uh, they were playing the Dominican Republic. I don't have any idea when this game was. I think James Harden scored some points, and the guys were like, "Yeah, James Harden." Uh, there was also a video on ESPN.com that I didn't watch, but it was like under the headlines. I think you alerted me to this, and it said, "Is James Harden the best basketball player alive?" Yeah, it said, it said if it didn't say that, it in one way or another asked if he was the best basketball player on the world. In yeah, living basketball player. Living. I don't. Yeah, I, I didn't think you're like active playing, like you know, if you played in a game right now, like so Michael Jordan wouldn't count. I it might have meant like in a very specific time, like at that moment when the video was on, like he might have been like scoring yeah. a three pointer against yeah. the Dominican Republic. Yeah, I think or like a Space Jam scenario, even where like if aliens took you know the top like 20 basketball players and they left james harden um because they just watched him play defense and they didn't even think that he played basketball at all uh-huh then would he be the best basketball player ever okay because they didn't they didn't take the players themselves they took their talent in the ball because the players were still there and they had oh, the doctors yes, look at them, you yeah, know, yeah. with Sigmund Freud and whatnot. Yeah, and so the question, yeah, the person asking the question understood that their talents had been robbed of them. Their ta- yeah, so they, yeah, that would make sense because they were yeah. still alive. He was still alive. Michael Jordan had was like out of time at that point. I feel like when yeah. you went into the dimension where the, um, uh, what's his name was with the theme park, that was like extra yeah. temporal. Do you know how LeBron said, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach? Yes. Do you think anybody made the joke? I'm gonna take my talents to Moron Mountain. Uh, I if you looked at that on Twitter, I think that you would find a You'd hit. Probably okay. You would definitely find. Well, I think you would. Okay. Um, did you just nominate someone and you didn't I notice? I was on auto bid and I just won another player. Who did this you win? This is a great podcast. I won Michael Johnson. You won Michael Johnson. Yeah. Congratulations. He was one of my one of the defensive linemen that I really wanted to. Oh, yeah. He played for uh, Georgia Tech, I want to say. 
Patrick Bailey, shout out. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, anyway, what I'm saying is I didn't see a whole – I saw some James Harden highlights. I didn't really, like, pay attention to them. That was against Dominican Republic. That game might have happened a long time ago. But we do have a special guest with us here today to discuss – Team USA basketball, and also tell us where we went wrong on all of these. And uh, we're going to bring him on in a moment. And that is uh, Mr. Joel Sherman, uh, not the Scrabble champion Joel Sherman, not the Yankees writer Joel Sherman, but the uh, Bachelor of Arts <laughs> from Kenyon College, Joel Sherman is about to lay down some knowledge uh, and we'll be back in a second with him. Welcome back, y'all. We are here with Bachelor of Arts, Joel Sherman. Um, so, Joel, we were talking about some USA basketball. I uh, understand that you were watching some of the highlights. What uh, what thoughts do you have on the game? Thank, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, <laughs> Sorry I didn't have a proper introduction. That was per- rude First of me. time, long time. <laughs> am, I, am I saying that right? Um, well, actually, are you a long-time listener? Well, yes. I've listened <laughs> to every podcast okay. so far. Okay. Um, I was actually thinking, because I've, been here while y'all have been recording and it's a lot easier to follow when i'm listening to the podcast and not sitting in the room with y'all and that's probably a testament to court's editing um so good job court or his good looks even or yeah his because distracting you're so good looks you're so I, yeah i was also distracted by the way court kept saying luol ding i don't know maybe yeah. that was just me do you think that was a, a world of warcraft reference Cause like you ding when you level up in World of Warcraft. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. I didn't okay. get that reference. <laughs> if that's what it was. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, Team USA. Wait, there were a couple other things I wanted to address. Okay, yeah. Let's hear. Um, are you? Are these these stat questions? These, these were notes that I wrote down listening to y'all. I feel like the uh, Minnesota Suns would almost be a weirder team name <laughs> than the Phoenix Timberwolves. Yes, but. Yes, I agree with that. But there's also a lot of in the. I guess it's <laughs> Minnesota's far enough north that at least in the summer they probably get a whole lot of sunlight, right? Right, that's true. Yeah, but in the winter they in don't the winter when they actually play basketball get, for the yeah, most, they right, don't get, they don't get very much sunlight. Um, okay, good point. Good point. Uh, yeah, maybe Quirk can edit that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, there's oh yeah. Uh, going back to names, um, before we get to, to USA basketball, um, oh yeah, I just wanted to uh, bring up uh, the fact that the Pelicans just picked up John Salmons. Yes, yes. Um, what do you think of that move? I had I don't know. In my mind, John Salmons is actually pretty good because I remember when he played for the Kings, I think. That was this was probably like five or six years ago, and he was really good. And then he got traded, and I think he's just bounced around since then, and he's never really played very well. But yeah, maybe on the right team, I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like they're pretty thin at guard, and so I think after they get past Eric Gordon and Tyreek Evans and Drew Holiday, I don't know how much else is there. And wait, Austin. 
They still have Austin Rivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still have Austin Rivers. That's, but that's probably subtraction by addition yes. or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like... I, d- I don't know. I know that some people seem to like or liked... Uh, what's him blinging on his name? Their wing player... Uh, uh, who was a defensive stopper who had crazy hair. Aminu. Aminu, yeah. Al Farik Aminu. Um, I feel like Salmon's will at least be a lateral move, if mm. not an upgrade. Because he's kind of, he's a like a 2-3, right, Salmon's? Yeah, he's I a 2-3. I guess two, Aminu three. was a 3-4, but... Yeah, I think he... I think Aminu actually did... I think Aminu did offer some elite type of perimeter defense, if if I'm recalling correctly. I know he was like billed as a underrated guy this summer. Ready? Right. Yeah, I know. I know. Garbage yeah. in terms of actually like doing anything on offense or dribbling or basically just anything that had to do with like touching and possessing a basketball. Yeah, I and and maybe on a different team, maybe he was asked to do too much in New Orleans. But having gone to a lot of those games last year and seeing him play in person. I always felt like they were worse with him on the floor because he was such a zero on offense. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Zero. Yeah. I, I saw him in the mall one time. Oh, yeah. Did you talk to him? Oh, no. No. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he wasn't as big as I would have expected. I've also seen Jason Smith. He's probably big. He is big. He's yeah. a big dude. I didn't actually recognize him at first i just stared at him because he was so tall okay. and then eventually <laughs> realized who it was yeah about how long did it take for you just like staring at him as a tall person before uh he was he noticed i think he, <laughs> was, I think he was annoyed uh he also had a really cute girlfriend or fiance okay. or whatever and i think both of them were probably off put by me we were in the airport and there weren't a lot of other people around so okay it wasn't real subtle um um okay so we so the pelicans got salmons um i mean at least it seems like they have like a working nine or ten man rotation right right yeah if if they can stay healthy i think that they can compete for a playoff spot in the west um but you know who, who knows obviously last year they could not stay healthy yeah um uh, yeah, I'm more excited to go see their games this year than I was last year. Although I'll yeah, probably see too. less of them because they'll be more expensive. But yeah, I still think they'll be pretty cheap. I feel yeah, like. unless they win like 20 of the first 30 games or something, I feel like people won't start to realize unless they're going to make the playoffs about that time. Yeah, definitely not prohibitively expensive. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so. You were under the impression that John Salmon's name was pronounced like the fish. Yeah, and this is weird. I should actually know this because he was on the Sixers for a, a period of time, but I'm guessing I heard it enough. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Salmon's. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, which raises the point: should a should a player's name be pronounced like the pl- or person anybody's name be pronounced like they want to pronounce it or do pronounce it or how it should be pronounced? Mm. Um, are those one and the same or not necessarily I think I think it should be pronounced the way that they want it to be pronounced okay Um, I agree I just wanted to 
Like, I mean, how would you, if we started calling you Joel because we thought that that was how it should be pronounced, would you, how would you feel about that? I'd, I'd be okay with that actually. Okay. Yeah. I get kind of frustrated with my name because, um, a lot of people, uh, when I say Joel, hear it incorrectly. Um, a lot of people think I'm saying Jules, uh, Jules, okay. yeah, which, yeah, I think I've gotten that more in New Orleans too. Maybe it's like an old southern name or something okay uh, i played I, soccer with a kid named jules that's the only jules I, I, know. I don't know um yeah lots of lots of people miss so i feel like it would be clear if i said joel but that's not how i say it i say joel um but yeah i'd be fine if y'all wanted to okay. call me joel okay. I, i'm assuming uh inspired by the uh mr Embiid. yes okay yeah, right. Embiid, yeah. yeah. um not speaking of Joel Embiid, we were going to talk a little about a little bit about U- USA basketball, right? Um, so I, I was telling y'all before we started the podcast that I watched the highlights from the uh, U.S. Serbia game. Is that where the dragics 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 are from? Oh, then it must have been the U.S. Croatian game. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With, there were two Drogics on the team, actually. Um, Goran, and I recently discovered that his little brother's name is Zoran, spelled the exact same way but with a Z. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, y'all should talk about that more. Okay. Um, later later podcast. <laughs> okay. There's also. Um, I think there are two players on the Nets na- with a, a first name that starts with B and a last name that is Bojanovic. Um, are they Croats or Serbs? Um, Bosnian. Okay. They are Bosnian. Um, and actually, that was kind of funny because one of them got drafted this year and they played the highlights of the other one no. um, during during the, the draft broadcast that Court and I were watching. Big faux which pas. Is really exciting. Yeah, pretty, yeah, big football, but also, like, their names are exactly the same when you just do the first initial oh, okay. and right. last name, so it, it's an understandable mistake. Um, anyways, uh, so the Croatian-USA game did, was not very competitive from what I could tell. Um, I think the U.S. ended up winning by 30, um, despite, I guess, I guess Goran was the only NBA player that the Croatian team uh was sporting um how did how did he fare with a team of not good players against the u.s i i don't know i mean i know he had kind of a breakout year last year but in the highlights that i saw i don't think they showed much of the croatian team at all i think it was pretty much all the u.s dominating and to be fair maybe the croatian team was saving goran for the when the tournament actually starts because this was still this was like the last friendlies match before the tournament so i don't know that makes sense um i kind of like goran Dragic. i i think yeah i saw a couple sons games last year i think he played really well i like his game in person oh no not in person no um um team usa looked good Anthony Davis had one monster alley-oop from Ooh. Kenneth Freed. Okay, okay. Um, the only other thing that jumped out at me was Kyrie Irving 
seemed like he played really well based on the highlights. And I read something. Was he like just facilitating and distributing or was he? Both. He had some nice drives. He had some some good dishes. He had one uh, like fast break alley-oop to Kenneth Free that was pretty nice. Um, Yeah, it looked like both. both scoring and facilitating. Um, and I, I think I read somewhere that maybe he took Derek Rose's starting spot on the team, which I don't know if that's something that's going to carry over into really? the actual I tournament. Mean, I think surprising. so. Yeah, and it could have had something to do with, you know, Rose had been, I know had been resting his knee after the first couple games, and there was something about Coach K not – if, if you didn't practice the day before, then you weren't going to start. And so I think there was one game where Rose didn't start because he didn't practice the day before. And now I think – but I think the second headline I read was that Kyrie was just starting over Rose. Okay. Okay. That'll – his play in the tournament will be interesting, I think, um, in that it'll be probably like pretty representative of – like, if he plays well with Team USA, he's probably going to adjust pretty well to playing with Love and LeBron. Yeah. Um, and being, like, more of a third option and just trying to get them the ball in good spots uh, rather than kind of actually scoring the ball a lot like he did last year. Yeah. I think it'll be a good lead-in playing, yeah, playing on Team USA. And from what I've read, he's been playing really well with the team. But, yeah, I feel like he'll um, – he would if if he gets a lot of playing time with Team USA, he might be happier at kind of taking a little bit more of a backseat as like a third option, and also probably just getting some time and some reps playing with really good players, which he didn't get much of last year. Yeah. Um, because the Cavs were terrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. I, I did see I didn't read that much about it, but I know they did make their final cuts um, for the Team USA, and they got rid of like Damian Lillard and they got rid of Gordon mm-hmm. Hayward. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. They kept uh, uh, Drummond and Cousins. Drummond I thought was especially surprising because I read or heard something about um, European teams being especially aggressive with the. Uh, hack-a-shack or whatever you want to call it um strategy and and drummond would be especially susceptible to that because i think he was like a 30 percent free throw shooter somewhere around there like really horrible like like not even not even deandre jordan bad but like worse like if you can hit 50 percent of your shots that's i mean Going from that to thirty percent is a pretty big jump. Yes. Yeah. No. He. Yeah. I feel like he's in that. I don't know. It's it's just kind of crazy that an NBA basketball player can't hit fifty percent of his. The, yeah, that is crazy. Um, Even though honestly, I probably would hit like fifty percent of my three throws. I guess I don't practice on it for and make millions of dollars to do it. Yeah, I think I think if if I was a professional, I could probably hit more than fifty percent of my free throws. I would, um, I would if you were a professional, I would guess that you would hit eighty-one percent of your. Free throws. That sounds about right. I was gonna say about eighty percent. Okay. I think I think that's probably pretty fair. Um, yeah, I I think 
the thing that people forget about uh, when they when they harp on NBA players and free throw shooting is that I, I don't think if you're shooting 30% or even if you're shooting 50% over the entire season, because that's, that's really bad, um, I think there are two factors. One, it's usually big guys. And I remember one time a long time ago, somebody gave me a volleyball and was like, try to shoot a free throw with this. And it's very difficult mm. when when the ball is mm. so much smaller, um, which if you're talking about somebody like Shaq or like DeAndre Jordan or Andre Drummond, their hands are so big that, um, and they're just such big guys that I think maybe the mechanics are a little bit more difficult. But I don't think that's that's totally it because there have been plenty of big guys like Dirk and, uh, I don't know, David Robinson, plenty of big guys who can shoot free throws. Actually, I don't know if David Robinson was a good free throw shooter. He just seemed like he would be. Yeah, and that's actually really interesting because I know one of the things that they, they actually, one of the measurables that, like, people have been talking about a lot in recent years is how big your hands are. Mm-hmm. I know Jonas, uh, plays on the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, has oh, yeah. humongous hands. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kawhi is pretty famous Kawhi, for it. Yeah. And then Kawhi, I think is a good free throw shooter, despite having missed that one big shot in game yeah. six, two years yeah. ago. Um, yeah. So anyways, I think that's part of it, but I think the bigger factor is that if you have that big of a, problem shooting free throws it's a mental thing I, I think that you could like people always said that Shaq was a great free throw shooter in practice and then when he would get out in games he couldn't hit free throws and I've heard the same thing about Dwight Howard yeah. um, he'll promise he's gonna hit 75% of his free throws. right and and from what I've heard he can go into a gym at practice and hit 20 free throws in a row or whatever you know he he can shoot free throws very well but then when he gets into a game he's got some sort of mental block um uh so anyways regardless of why deandre uh yeah deandre jumman is a terrible free throw shooter terrible free throw shooter i think it seemed like the reason that they made the cuts they did was they just wanted like a super big roster they basically kept seems like all of their big players Mm -hmm. um and it then kind of goes back to some of the other conversations we had, but um, you know, if their biggest opponent is Spain, which everyone thinks it is, they probably just want as many big bodies as they can to throw at the Gasols and Ibaka. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought it was interesting though because everything I read leading up to it seemed to suggest that they were going to go with uh, more of a shooting team, like with the, that. I was expecting Corver to be on the team, um, and maybe even Parsons um, and somebody else. I guess Clay Thompson is on the team. But, um, yeah. but yeah, it seemed like they kind of uh, went the opposite way that a lot of people expected them to go. But yeah. you're right, yeah. it makes sense against Spain um, with the Baca and with the Gasols. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how they do. We'll see how that goes. Um, Joel, since we're on, so I've been looking through... Joel Embiid's tweets. All right. Um, and honestly, I'm just gonna, so I've 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 spoken very highly of Joel Embiid and his not only his tweets but his just general social media strategy. Okay. As I as I perceive it, um, and I'm like super disappointed in his tweets this last you know the last ten minutes that I've been looking at them. Um, so there's so let's that I think is that really that exciting. Uh, well, let's hear some of the the ones that particularly disappointed yeah. so you. So first, I mean, first, the, a lot of them are just 
they're kind of just inappropriate. Like a lot of a lot of okay. just you know derogatory things things about ladies. All right. So, so if there are children know. listening, earmuffs. I mean, it's not that derogatory. Look, okay. Um, I don't even really know what it means. Um, well, let's let's hear one, Ray. Because okay. yeah, the build up now, okay. uh, the suspension. Yeah, the suspense. At Kyle Anderson at Kendall Jenner. You gotta get that money first, and be an all star. Then y'all can talk. Okay, I don't think that was about ladies at all. Who is Kyle Anderson? Uh, Kyle Anderson. I think it's the basketball, the rookie who was playing at UCLA last year. He's like that strange, like six nine point forward. He's like his nickname is Slow Mo. Okay. But he has like a real crafty game, but he's like really slow. And he's okay. Like of a shooter. I've heard of Slow Mo. I didn't know his real name was Kyle Anderson. Um, so let's actually. I'm just gonna read a series of tweets. Um, okay. There's he. He speaks French, so some of them are French. I'm not even gonna try to read those. Um, oh man, I miss her. My maturity level depends on who I'm with and who I hang out with. Saving myself for marriage. I'm definitely growing up. Wait, is this is this all one tweet or these are all separate tweets? These so are I separate pause, tweets. This is a separate tweet. Okay. You look like my ex, Ariana Grande. Should have kept her. I can't at her. Getting deep. Gonna take a break. I'm out. I guess that wasn't offensive. It just didn't. Maybe it just didn't make any sense. Did yeah, it didn't make okay. a whole lot of sense. Um, um, but yeah, I thought the thing about. Your maturity level, depending on who you're with. Um, that's true. That's yeah, that makes some sense. I act pretty immature around Ailey sometimes. How mature do you feel right now? Pretty mature. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. I. I'm I'm trying to make my voice a little deeper, you know, for the <laughs> podcast, so that's making me feel mature. I'd, okay. Because yeah. Well, I, I'm intimidated. Oh, that was that wasn't exactly my <laughs> my intention. I just feel like I have kind of a naturally higher voice and I didn't want it to sound that way on the podcast. Okay. So here's one last tweet that maybe we can just talk about real quick. Um, I'm definitely lowering the Cavs players rates for sure. Uh, hashtag hating. So he's playing NBA 2K and uh. he's hating on the Cavs. Um, and it's, I think it's, I can't figure out exactly, maybe it's because he wasn't picked by the Cavs, but I, I don't think it was that. Hmm. I think maybe. it might be because he's just joking with Andrew no, he wouldn't be joking with yeah. Andrew anymore because he's not on the Cavs. I don't know. Maybe just backlash against like the the you know uh, super team building or whatever. Yeah. Or oh, you know what? I think he's actually. Do you remember how he was recruiting LeBron James to come to the Sixers? Right. Which was okay. awesome. Yeah. Um, I think it might be he's just still angry at LeBron for not coming to the Sixers. So he's lowering his player rating on NBA 2K. Okay. Right. Which, yeah. That's gonna sting. Yeah, he he really got back at him. That's definitely bad. Um, all right. Well, um, did you have it? Did you have any uh, other thoughts on USA basketball or just like the upcoming season or? Um, like that? I am excited to see how Team USA does. I don't know how many of the games I will actually be able to watch. Hopefully, they'll be on ESPN. My internet really is terrible at home, so I can't stream them very easily. But mm. maybe I'll able to catch some of them um i think i think team usa will win i think the game against spain will be interesting but i'd i would be shocked if they lost um 
yeah, and I'm excited for the season to start. I am there. There was one thing I was thinking about uh, go, talking about the Cavs. Um, the story about Tristan Thompson potentially getting paid because mm-hmm. he has the same agent as LeBron, um, which supposedly is something that happens pretty often. I think it's especially interesting in this case because the Cavs have a lot of money committed and Tristan Thompson is not a great player. Um, not only not a great player, but he just doesn't seem to fit. Like, yeah, he's not, he definitely can't, he has to play power forward or center and he's not big enough to be center. And LeBron James is going to play the three and Kevin Love's going to play the four. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, it, it's interesting to me that it seems like LeBron is uh, holding a lot of weight as far as decisions the Caps are making. And it, um, it seems like LeBron knows enough not to want to pay Tristan Thompson a lot of money, but obviously his agent, who I think he's friends with, uh, Rich Paul, I guess, um, wants Tristan Thompson to get paid. Yeah, so I've actually been thinking about this too. Um, well, just this general concept that like these agents hold all this power. Like, mm-hmm. I can get LeBron James to play for you if you'll sign Tristan Thompson to this absurd extension. Um, I guess with some with lesser players, like not LeBron players, it almost kind of makes sense. Um, right. But if I was like LeBron James and I knew that my agent was doing that and it was like absolutely going to make my team worse, I would be like, hey, Rich, like I want to go to the Cleveland Cavaliers and every team in the NBA on the planet wants me there. And so you don't actually have to do anything. Like I don't even really need an agent. Yeah. Um, and so. And basically I got you this job. Like you're the only reason yeah. that you have I'm the only reason that you have this job I mean yeah it seems like LeBron definitely wears the pants yeah so if I was LeBron James I'd be like hey Rich Paul how about this for an idea don't get the Cavs to sign shitty players like because you know because I'm gonna go there because I'm gonna go there anyway and I'd rather have a good team yeah with like a player that fits around me rather than Tristan Thompson who's just like not that good yeah. The interesting thing, though, I think there's also probably it, it seems like like from his letter that he wrote, like there are people around him telling him that Tristan Thompson can be a productive member of the Cavs. Mm-hmm. OK. And that um, that maybe he should get an extension. Yeah. Um, which it, it'll be interesting to see if if he does ultimately, because I think it would probably be a bad idea for the Cavs, but maybe, maybe there aren't enough, enough people around LeBron willing to like shoot him straight Mm -hmm. about, uh, Tristan Thompson as a player. And it's sort of that, I mean, that feels like the most believable narrative, but I also feel like LeBron does seem to be this like basketball genius. Yeah. The way that he plays. And I think that he would be able to be like, Hey, if me and Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love are playing at the same time, like who's going to block anybody's shot and like figure that out pretty easily. Yeah. Like, on offense, what does Tristan Thompson bring to the table? Like not that much. Um, so yeah, it's, I, that's not, I mean, that seems like what it would be, but it also surprises me that LeBron doesn't like call him out and be like, no, that's actually wrong. 
I'd yeah. rather have a guy that can block shots. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Tristan Thompson went to UT, by the way, so it's not. I don't dislike okay. Tristan Thompson. Okay, uh, sorry to be. I mean, he's a fine player. No, I, I brought it up. Yeah, no, I don't. He he hasn't played very well in the NBA. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying I'm not. You know, I'm okay. not trying to. Yeah, be too down on him. Hook him. That's what. Yeah, hook him horns. Yeah, that's what they say in Austin. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I think we did a pretty good job covering uh, USA basketball. Do you have anything? Anything else you want to share, Joel? Uh, n- no. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna hang up now. <laughs> thanks for thanks for calling in, Joel. We appreciate it. All right, we're back now after uh, speaking with Joel Sherman. There, uh, he brought a lot of insight. Uh, about okay. the Team USA basketball and about Tristan Thompson. And about um, uh, the sun. I'm contractually obligated to say, since he said that Tristan Thompson, he plays for the Cavaliers and he played for the University of Texas. You might see where I'm going with this, but I'm contractually obligated to say that Joe Harris for the Cavaliers <laughs> played for the University of Virginia. And he's still on the Cavaliers after that trade. Yeah. And he's going to – he's going to – my bet – is he's going to score the first points of the season for the Cavaliers. That's a that's a bold statement. Yeah, it's a terrible bet. Um, <laughs> while we were gone. <laughs> well, he's not going to be on the floor. Well, well maybe they're going to have a really bad offensive <laughs> until the second unit gets in, or the third unit, okay. <laughs> or the okay. fourth unit. So I feel like you get one in, like, 150 odds for that. I They probably would give me that, and that would be a terrible bet for me. Yeah. I think I should get one in 10,000. Uh, okay. Unless some kind of like weird injuries or talent stealing by aliens happens. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Then I feel it would be a bad bet. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'd like to thank Joel for calling in. Thanks, uh, Joel. Thank you to Joel Sherman. And we also uh, are excited uh, to talk next week. Uh, we have some things that we're going to definitely talk about next week, NBA-wise. I think yeah, it'll be late. It will be later in the week. We're going to record on the road um, using a very expensive piece of equipment that we're buying uh, based on a Kickstarter. So okay. if you guys want to donate to us, if you can just make checks payable to Cortland okay. Schoonover okay. and just you send should them. we use donors choose instead? Uh, this is not educational in <laughs> okay. any way. People okay. get, I think people are dumber for having listened <laughs> to these podcasts. Um, okay. Except for the part where Joel talked. That was really good. Anyway, uh, we'd like to thank everyone for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank bye. you.